It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome to a Monday program, Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, we've got uh, the weekend to go back over, and and actually it was a pretty busy weekend starting with uh, a Friday that had a ton of basketball. I saw some girls' basketball that I actually thought was pretty good. Um, and it, yeah, was it was interesting. A, it was a high um, high quality matchup between those two teams. High quality matchup with some <clears throat> officiating. There was officials there. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> but um, you know, there were some good teams that flexed their muscles on Friday night, and I mean flex their muscles. Like there, there was about what four teams that I'd all say we we hold in pretty high regard that just crushed their opponent. Well, I, I think we saw the definite changing of the guard in the BWAC in terms of girls' basketball. Mm-hmm. The, the torch has been passed, and three teams have grabbed it and are running I say, with it I don't it know now. if it's been passed as much as thrown up in the air and set back on top of Mount Olympus and everyone, <laughs> and we got three teams battling to get up there first. But it's it's three teams that, you know, Maybe Armada was in the mix last year, but they were just so banged up and had so many injuries that uh, I think they've got a better shot at it this year. And, of course, PH just continues to play great basketball. Um, And we'll get into all of that. Plus, uh, there was some boys basketball as uh, well. Uh, Northern got another impressive win over the weekend. And there was some hockey, uh, too. So we'll get to all of it because it's Monday and we'll recap the weekend. And we'll get it all started in uh, just a moment right here on the uh, podcast. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badaxe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. 
For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Quality Computer Solutions is your trusted partner for all your IT-related challenges. Just call in to speak with a live person to quickly resolve your issue. Our techs will be on-site as much or as little as needed. We take care of your IT so you can take care of your company. Quality Computer Solutions is an all-inclusive IT service provider. Quality Computer Solutions. Call 888-956-6066 or info at qcsph.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And, uh, Brady, we're going to start with uh, Friday night, and let's just start at the top of the list where uh, Portier and High wins another game. They win by 30 over Lance Cruz North. I know Lance Cruz North isn't the same now that they don't have – yeah. Um, the, the, what was her name? She was a star. Right. They've, they've had trouble bouncing back. Yeah. But, but I, they're one in five this year. They are struggling. But poor Huron just body slammed them. Yeah. I mean, 52 to 22. Uh, the Lady Redhawks are scoring a little more right now. They're scoring a lot and, more. And their defense is their defense. That's been their bread and butter for a decade now. They're averaging about 46 a game this year, and they're only giving up little over 33. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a recipe for success. And, and and they're just they're winning every night right now. They're 7 and 1. So, uh they they're just playing really good basketball. And it's been a good 7 and 1 too. Like they have you go through the teams they've beaten. They've beaten some really good teams. I mean, it started opening night. They beat Armada. And then they win the Weimer tournament beating St. Clair in Marysville. They beat Yale at SC4. Now that Northern loss is looking like an anomaly. Yeah, and it was a two-point loss, right? Yeah, a 33-31 yeah. slugfest that it felt like they were shooting on carnival rims. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and they're getting contributions from a lot of people. It's not one or two players that are, are dominating. Yes, Williams and, and Brown usually do most of the scoring, but the people that they they add just enough, but it's when they do it. Like like we've talked about this before. Some players might only get two baskets, but they both come in the fourth quarter when they need it. Right. You know, Weber um, and and, um, and Turner Turner fly around. They're playing great defense. They're usually the fastest players on the court. They disrupt. They cause turnovers. They cause the other team to make mistakes, and they're scoring. They're scoring. They're they're both you know. At the end of the night, one, if not both of them, has six to ten points. Right. Um, so just everything they're doing is adding up to a lot of wins, seven and one. Again, Port Huron's looking real, real solid. I don't want to look too far ahead for uh, PH because they have, what, the gross point schools this week. One south, not as great. Gross point north, pretty darn good. You saw them. Yeah. But you've seen Port Huron play. 
It's not an unwinnable game for Gros- for uh, Port Huron against North. No, you know, and Gross Point North is not deep. They got like eight kids on the roster. The problem is, is like seven are really good. Right. Seven could start. Quality you can only start quality. five. <laughs> but, you know, the way they play, maybe grind it out against that team and wear them down. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're just off to a great start. I mean, it, it's a grind. The, the league they play in is not a – I mean, they're going to have some tough games coming up. They're going to have to play Dakota. Well, right now you know, it you seems like a league Point of the haves North. and have-nots. The top three teams in the red are a combined 20-2, and two, and the bottom three are a combined 6-13. and 13. Yeah, so, so there's a definite divide in the red between the haves and the have-nots. The good news is Port Huron High is a have. Yeah, they're they're definitely in the have uh, category. Um, been a bit of a struggle uh, for uh, Northern. They lost to Romeo 41-26. Uh, two, this is probably a Romeo team that was a little upset because right. the the what the night before they lost at Armea. Uh, I think it was two days before. Either yeah. way. Um, yeah, coming off a loss to our Armada team that they probably felt they could have beat. Uh, they didn't shoot great and stifled Northern's offense. And that's been something that has come up and bit Northern at times this year is you'll get some games where, hey, they're putting up 50-some points or, or getting up in the 40s. And then there's other games where they struggle to get past 20. Actually, looking at their, their scores, they're sitting right at about the mid to low 30s the last four games. Um that's tough to keep a team under that. Yeah, uh, and maybe they're they're starting to feel that pinch of not having Jade because I mean Jade could go off. Jade they scored twenty six against Romeo. There are nights where Jade has scored twenty six. Right. Um, and not to take away from the other girls who who I think, uh, especially in the early games this year, when they get balance, I think they're a better team. Um, and they were forced to get uh, balance. But they're they don't have the luxury of like their top five players getting a night off. Everybody's got to be going. No, and again, looking at this, they've only I, I was I guess I was off. They've only passed forty points twice. One was against New Haven. The other was Roseville. And since that Roseville win, it's thirty one. Then three four straight games of thirty three points in twenty five. The problem with that is you give up one 8-0 run, and now that's a long way towards that 35 points the other team needs to win. Yeah. Um, defensively, they've been okay. Yeah. Um, you know, the, and, and again, they work hard, um, and they're young still. Uh, I mean, they're going to they're gonna bring pretty much everybody back next year. Right, but they're, uh, they're taking their lumps, and it doesn't get easier. Going to Anchor Bay – Tars are a pretty good team this year. Yes, they, and they are. They score. Yeah, they they beat Lakeview by the way the other night, sixty three forty four. Yeah, Tars um, can put up points. Yes. All right. Uh, the game that I saw was Frazier and Marine City. Um, these were the uh, basically the top two teams uh, in the gold, and this was the gold opener. Frazier came in five and zero. Marine City came in five and two. And uh, their their only common opponent so far this year was Lutheran North, and I couldn't get a gauge because basically they both beat Lutheran North the same. One <laughs> one one beat them forty nine forty four, and Marine City beat them fifty to forty one. So the already shaky transitive property proved worthless. Yeah, it proved absolutely worthless. Um, both these teams can defend. 
Um, Marine City, we know they can go off and score, but Frazier's very good defensively. This was a physical basketball game. There were a lot of whistles. There was a, a lot going on in, in this game. Um, Jade Blanchard was very good. She scored 18 uh, points. But there was a stretch in the second half where Marine City didn't make a basket for 12 minutes. They scored and, some free throws, right? And yet, yeah, and yet they were never down by more than seven points. So it's uh, how you want to look at it. The, the glass half empty says you went like a third of the game without scoring. The glass half full says we were able to keep it within reaching distance despite playing terribly offensively. Yeah, the, they, they didn't get a basket in the third quarter and only scored five points, but they only gave up seven. They only gave up seven seven points in that uh, quarter. Uh, the, and when they did get the offense going the second half of the, the fourth quarter, it was unfortunately they, they couldn't get over the hump. They, again, Frazier didn't shoot the lights out at the free throw line. They kept splitting their free throws. Mm-hmm. But it was always the second one that they made. They'd tease you. They'd miss the first, and you go, oh, all right. It's a three-point game. If they miss again, rebound. And it's a one-possession uh, game, and they'd always make that second free throw. And in the final two minutes, it was frustrating because they'd always stay that fourth point ahead. Right. Um, and and so you knew every possession was kind of a must-make possession. you got to make. you got to get a stop or hope that they miss free throw. And it, it just didn't work out in the end, and Frazier held on for a 39-35 win at one point. Uh, Marine City got a hoop to cut it to 31 to 30. And before the fans could finish applauding, Frazier got down the floor and Samantha Smith off the right wing, cold as ice, right down the middle, didn't touch the rims, 34 30, just like that. Like they didn't even get a chance to say, We're in it. Let's yeah. get a stop and take the lead. Oh. So Frazier wasn't offensively wasn't great against Marine City, well, but when they needed to be, they were clutch. Both both teams defended well. Neither team shot the lights out, but um, Frazier, you know, you know, again, it, it, it's it's just hard to say. I thought it was a good basketball game, but if you know, the the coaches probably think that both their teams could have played better. Right, but again, I, I both just, their teams forced the other team to, to not play great. I, I appreciate that both teams played hard. I appreciate when kids are diving on the floor in a game in early January. It's the league opener, but I think both teams sensed that this was, this was a big game. Like, other than St. Clair, these two teams are, are you know, they know that one team's going to be chasing now, right? And and the other team's going to kind of have things in their own hands. It made you excited for the rematch, yeah. Uh, which which I think will be a great game down there. Um, again, Blanchard was good. Uh, Deetland was good. Um, I, I just it was a hard fought game. Was it perfect? No, it wasn't. It was a very hard fought game. Again. <sighs> I they didn't decide the game like like they were bad for both teams 
but I, I have to bring it up. If you can't do it, look, I, there's, no, an, just, there's I, an official shortage. I, I'm just laughing because I heard the unfiltered version of this on Friday night, and now I'm curious to see how you walk well, this tightrope. I'm, I'm, <laughs> there's an official shortage, so I get it. People want to help. Yes. But if you can't do it, you're not helping. And there is one official in particular who has a reputation now that when they're in the gym, people are just like, oh, not this person. You, you kind of feel how I felt after the uh, Marine City Marysville football game a couple years back. Yeah, I mean. Except you're a lot calmer about it. Well, I mean, and, and they were involved in the Anchor Bay St. Clair fiasco last yeah. year. Uh, that boys game that uh, was a great comeback by Anchor Bay, but it was assisted right. on just a brutal decision by uh, an official. And and then when they're as bad as they are, then the other officials are trying to, you know, That's the one compensate thing I have for it. Is I have seen, because there's a lot of good officials around. And I have seen some that generally have been pretty good that have been paired with crews that maybe aren't as good, and then they get dragged down with them because they're almost trying to make up for... Yeah, the, the they, they've got to kind of take over, and they're making calls from spots on the floor that it's really not their call. Because officials are human, too, and you get the... Like, when you see a couple calls, you're like, Man, Team X is getting hosed right now. You f you just naturally feel inclined, like I gotta throw him a bone here, and I've seen yeah. that happen before. Yeah, and and it, and the other thing is the officials are constantly rotating. Right. So the person who makes the bad call sometimes rotates away from you, and the person who had nothing to do with it <laughs> is the closest to the coach and has to hear about it. Yeah, um, and that's by design. Yeah, that is a hundred percent by design. The whoever calls the foul, I believe, has to go to the far sideline, specifically so the coach can't get in their ear. <laughs> but uh, and, and so at, at one point, after a, a series of okay, there was an obvious foul at one end, mm -hmm. and the coach is like, "That's a travel, not a foul." And so I think the last thing the official heard in their mind was travel. So at the other end, there's a foul, but they call it travel. And so obviously the coach is upset because the call should have been the other way around it at the different ends of the floor. He feels slighted. Next guy slides over. He says too much. Next guy worked the JV game, and he's working this <laughs> game, and he's got to carry everybody. Yeah. I've had enough. Here's a T. Um, they split the technicals. But really, that one technical free throw is that fourth point that Frazier always and I kept ahead of. And I believe you Marine said to City. me um, when I, we talked on Friday is you're like I can't believe they lasted that long. I would have been teed oh, up. Oh, I well, I would have I would have been out of this game in the first quarter. <laughs> in the first quarter, I would have had my two tees and I'd have been out in the parking lot. You'd have been listening to alternate universe Dennis Stuckey um, in the parking lot for this game. Or you'd I mean, have had to. I who, just, who was the Mets manager that got the sunglasses and the fake mustache? <laughs> I remember that, but I, I um, was that uh, Bobby Valentine that yes, did that? Yes, Bobby Valentine came back after getting tossed yeah. with like the 
dollar store glasses, nose, and mustache. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but anyways, uh, again, the, 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 the calls were equally bad both ways, so I don't want to insinuate that the officials decided the yeah, game. It was just Marine City lost. They left a lot of points. On the, they had a lot of point-blank looks that didn't go in, and, and they had opportunities, and, and they missed uh, you know, uh, their, their fair share amount of shots that if you make them, you, you win that game. Um, so uh, I don't want to suggest that. Uh, these two teams played very hard physical basketball, and there was somebody out there in stripes who couldn't keep up. All right. Um, New Haven beat Warren Lincoln, and like you mentioned Anchor Bay beat Lakeview. New Haven won 50-30. to Anchor Bay again beat Lakeview 63-44. And I saw that Lakeview team. They're not a bad team. Well, Anchor Bay is pretty solid. To the BWAC. Um, Armada crushed Algonac 57-8. to So it's it's expected that they win this game, and everybody's been kind of taking it to Algonac. But in the BWAC, has anybody beaten them by 49 points? I mean, it's... Or held it, them to eight? I, I, I'll have to check, but that's... Um, that's taking the momentum from the Romeo win and carrying it over. Uh, the only other games... I mean, they lost to Emily City 66-25 and North Branch 57-29. So they've been scoring some points. They haven't yeah. stopping anyone, but they've been scoring some points. And even against Marine City, they mustered up 18. So yeah. I'm just telling you, I saw that game against Romeo firmly put Armada in the conversation. Right now, um, at the top, it's just preference. It's Coke or Pepsi. Whether you like Crosslex, Armada, or Yale, because you can an intelligent person can make an argument for all three of those teams. Yeah, there's there, there's no Mister Pib in here though. <laughs> no RC Cola. No. no um, they, they, speaking these are legit teams. Of either Coke or Pepsi, whichever one you like. Crosslex goes to MLA City, doesn't just win, but crushes them, forty-five twenty-three. Yeah, that's a hell of a win. Yeah, the, the, the this is something that probably felt really good. Because for the last uh, several years, Imlay City's been doing this to teams, and they've been doing it to Crosslux. And that's just, even if Imlay City is not what they've been for the last half decade, it still is says something about exercising your demons, i.e. the game that happened in that gym a few nights earlier. It Maybe the, like the Crosslux boys weren't as solid, but they were able to go up there and get a win, and that's a that was a big win for their season. And Crosslex going on the road, getting a 22-point victory. That that had to feel, you know that was a fun bus yeah. ride home. Yeah, that 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 felt good. I'm telling you, that Crosslex team is good. I, I don't doubt you. And I, I'll get to see them for the first time this week. What, on Thursday, I believe? They go to Armada. Yeah, the, that's the, going that'll to be a big be, game. That's going to be a really fun game. Um, and lastly, Yale beats North Branch 42-27. Y- Yale's just... Solidly, we'll put North Branch in the the middle of the pack, and again on the road. Those are yeah. two big road wins. Uh, again, not an easy place to go and play a basketball game. Um, and and again, we know that North Branch has still got some players. So uh, I'm uh, the, of all the wins, this one might actually be the one that I, I like ask the best you, out of the. 
Well, I guess because Armada beating Algonac was expected, but holding them to eight was impressive. Yeah. Between Port here and Armada Cross Lexington Yale, which one was the most impressive to you? I just, I uh, again, the the Cross Lex win, winning by twenty two at Emily City is good, but I think Emily City is probably further down than North Branch is, um, if North Branch is down at all. But I mean, a fifteen point win in that gym, I, I'm impressed by Yale. I am. I mean, all of them are. The Port Huron one did stand out to me. I know Lons Cruz North has struggled, but Port Huron to drop 52, win by 30, do it all around. But, man, Crosslex going to M.L.A. City. Maybe it's just because it was at M.L.A. City, but that one was another one I was like, damn. Those you, Lady you, Pioneers are legit. Yeah, you, you, you got to see them play. I, I, I mean, I, I hope they don't disappoint you, but they haven't disappointed me for, like, the last two seasons. When, when I go – they show out. Apparently, we're not allowed to go a basketball season without having a big Cross-Lex Armada basketball game. <laughs> but this time, it's the girls. Yeah, this, this time, it's going to be the girls. Uh, and, and, I, and I do think that that's a very interesting matchup because I, I think Armada's got the, the shooters. Cross-Lex does it a little bit differently, and, and the, they, they thrive on their post players. Um, I it, hope the crowds show out for that one. Yeah, so do I. I. Hope, I hope they bring support. I know it's a Thursday, not a Friday, but man, that that's a fun game that deserves a good environment. Yes. So uh, last game uh, up in the thumb, Deckerville beat Peck thirty-five twenty-two, and that was all the girls' basketball for the weekend because they didn't have any uh, games on uh, Saturday. Um, the boys were playing Friday, and there was a game on Saturday, but we'll get to all that after we take a break. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, let's get into the boys' basketball. I actually want to start with the one game that was played on Saturday because that was Northern. Uh, they were Albion? Is that where they went? Yeah, so this whole um, event was all teams that are coached by former Albion players. Okay. Uh, and uh, Brian Jamison went back to the alma mater mm-hmm. and beat Kalamazoo all Lloyd Norricks. Have you ever been to Albion? I have been to Albion, but not in the gymnasium. Gotcha, because about the campus of Albion is about four blocks. Yeah, like I think the basically the block where like PH is is about half the size of Albion's campus. Did Costanzo wrestle there or something? No, he went to Alma. He was. I think he, he went to Alma. Alma. I think That's he, what he was a central guy from Alma. If yeah. I remember correctly. Okay. It's just been so long since I've seen Paul that I, know. I forgot all the things that I know about him. <laughs> um, um, anyways, yeah. So Northern's hitting their stride. I think they have taken a step forward. I don't think they've arrived because that's going to take a lot of consistency. But, man, they dropped a bomb on Kalamazoo, Loy Norris, 84-62. Alex Jamison with 23. Cam Haru with 21. Amir Moreland, 17, with eight assists mixed in. Oh, yeah, by the way, the straggler, Malik Townsend, only 15. Yeah, here's the thing. They're 7-2. and two. And I think the the reason we back just a smidge off is because the two games they've lost, they got handled. Right. And that psychologically doesn't sit well with you. Like Utica, and I Utica, saw them get handled. Yeah, Utica beat them pretty bad in the opener. Then they won three in a row. By the way, Utica, 9-0 this year. Yeah. And then Lincoln beat them down at Lincoln – by 34. So their two losses are a combined 15 and 1 this year. Yeah. So, I mean, but everybody else, I mean, I, I saw the Cousineau game. They were good in that one. The They were good against PH. They were good against Chippewa Valley. They were really good against Gross Point North. They beat a good Saginaw program. They handled New Haven by 16. Um, and, and then the, they win this game. By uh, 22 points against the uh, Kalamazoo Lloyd Norris team, I don't know about them. I don't. They're not great. That but, is not the most impress. That's not the first thing you put on your resume. 
but no, this but, game but they was scored eighty four points. Oh, That's a lot in a high school basketball. This game, game was never in doubt. Um, I believe if I can pull it up at halftime, it was something like fifty to fourteen, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, I don't have the exact number, but I think that this game was over at halftime, if I remember correctly. Now, forty seven seventeen at halftime. They, they so re- that game's done. They really get heavy into the league um, now uh, with uh, Ike, Romeo, Lincoln, North, um, New Haven, Ike again, Romeo again. Um, and it's half and half. Half of those are home games. Half of those are road games. Um, and then they get uh, St. Clair. That That's a... I think a, a good matchup mm-hmm. before the playoffs. That'll get you ready. But is it fair to say this game at Ike is uh, a maturity game, like like a, a a game where okay, hey, you beat Saginaw at a neutral site, you beat New Haven at home, you beat Loy Norix at a at a neutral site, go on the road and in a true road environment, which they've played in two this year. They played at PH. They played at Lincoln, and at PH, those kids are as, as familiar with that gym as anyone else. So while technically it's a road game, those games are never road games. So they've had really one true road game this year because even the other one away from home was at uh, center line against Cousineau. Yeah. Go win a true road game at Ike. Like, Is that a fair next step to say, all right, you've proven you can do it at home and especially at neutral sites, go do it in someone else's building uh, against a, a solid Ike team. Well, I, again, I just say keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Beat Ike, beat Romeo, be on a six-game win streak when Lincoln comes to town. And then that game could put you in a tie for first. Again, this is a young group, and I think confidence is a big deal. Oh, they have um, confidence. Uh, so mean, keep, keep that streak. going because when you get to Lincoln, Gross Point, North, and New Haven, those three games – I need a confident Huskies team. So their first five games of the season, Northern eclipsed 56 points one time. That was the win over PH. Since the Lincoln game, those four, the four-game winning streak, they haven't been under 67. Yeah. Uh, they, well, we knew they could score. Well, they, and they figured it out. They're starting to put it on the, on the scoreboard. Yeah. They're starting to gel. They're starting to mature a little bit. I don't want to play this Northern team. This is what we thought they might be, and we both thought they'd go through lumps, and hopefully they've come out the other side. Now, I don't think they're going to end the season 20-2, and two, but I think they're going to be a really a tough team and a team I don't want to play the rest of the year. Yeah, uh, and that was this, – this is a real nice stretch, but again, they're, they're going to be challenged now as they get really thick into the league play because it's a good league. Even, even the quote-unquote bad teams – are pretty good. They're right. they're tough to play against. Uh, Rose Point North might be the only I don't want to say gimme, but they lost a lot from last yeah. year. Yeah. But but even still, you you know going there, it's not a fun place to play. Yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> Nope. Um we're moving on. We're moving on. We are moving on. Okay. Um how many points is Brian Everhart gonna finish with this uh, season? A lot, but Mooney falls to Bishop Foley seventy to sixty four. Despite Brian Everhart getting 33, again, that's what he averages about every night. Bodecker adds 13, 
and Daniel Rice adds 10. So they got some secondary scoring. That's what really But hurts. giving up 70 points yeah. is the tough part. Well, losing to Bishop Foley was the tough part for me. Yes, that is that is <laughs> the quickest way to get especially to Tennessee's bad side. Especially in their dumpy gym. But that's something, I mean, the P- or PH, Mooney had been given up a couple times and given up big points. Like at St. Clair, they gave up 66. They gave up 65 at Sacred Heart. But you score 64 points, you want to win that game. Yeah. And this yeah, is not. Well, I just I want them to win that game regardless. I don't care if it's one to nothing or a hundred to ninety nine or some score in between. I just want them to win this game. I mean, coming into that game, Mooney was on a or Mooney Foley was on a five game losing streak and is now was three and six. That's a game you you expect to win. Well, I, I think Mooney will bounce back, but that's one that yeah. When they look back at the end of the season, they're gonna go. Dang, we, we we should not have dropped that game. Well, I, I, and and Mike McAndrews just based on a, a tweet that I saw. Yeah, he was he, he uh, was kicking himself that that he felt he didn't do his job. Yeah, I think uh, I think everyone knows that that was one that got away, and that they uh, they expect more. I mean, the expectations high at Mooney, but they don't have time to wallow in self pity. They host collegiate tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and and again uh, this. Collegian is a, a a a big rival of theirs, who they've knocked out of the playoffs the last couple of uh, years. Um, these are big games, and I and I think that um, you know they they are. I'm thinking of Everest. Um, Colleg- oh, sorry, it is Everest. Sorry, Clarkson. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I just saw Collegian at the end. Clarkson Everest okay. Collegian. Yeah, uh, uh, but I I, I I don't know why I said. That. I th- I think I think they're down a little bit from the teams that they've had the last couple of years. So hopefully this is something yeah, they're about where, a Mooney, team right now. where Mooney can get right. Um, but you know, they, they've had some sensational games, these two teams. Uh, oh, yeah. And and the last two years in the, the regional, Mooney's had the last laugh. And they were brilliant against them last year. I have to imagine they're going to be uh, locked and loaded for this one. Yeah. Uh, if Mike's kicking himself over the, the Bishop Foley game, just think back to the regional and what you did against uh, Everest and Genesee Christian because those were two of the best games I've ever seen anybody coach. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's a good way to get the taste of losing the Foley out of your mouth is to beat Clarkston Everest. Yes. All right, uh, Frazier beat Anchor Bay 52-43. to Sandusky knocked off uh, K-Pac 58-48. High-scoring game. Before that. I think Sandusky's going to be all right. Harbor Beach is all right. Yeah, Harbor Beach is good. 39 over Ubley. Beach is probably the second best team in the Thumb to Cass City. Yeah, Be- Beach is good. Uh, Marlette beat Memphis fifty-one to twenty-one. Peck over Deckerville fifty-one to uh, forty, and uh, Dryden took it to uh, North Huron seventy-nine to twenty-one. Uh, that Dryden team can score. That's I'm going to say I that about them. I don't know if there's a game on their schedule the rest of the regular season that they're going to be the underdog in. Yeah, no, they're they're pretty good, and and the girls score almost as much as the uh, the boys uh, do. Uh, all right, so th- that's what happened in basketball over the uh, weekend. A couple of hockey games that uh, we'll uh, talk about uh, in the uh, next uh, segment coming up.
Quality Computer Solutions is your trusted partner for all your IT-related challenges. Just call in to speak with a live person to quickly resolve your issue. Our techs will be on-site as much or as little as needed. We take care of your IT so you can take care of your company. Quality Computer Solutions is an all-inclusive IT service provider. Quality Computer Solutions. Call 888-956-6066 or info at qcsph.com. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You know, uh, goal scoring is a funny thing, uh, Brady. A lot of great goal scorers do it in bunches. Um, you, you, you think about it. You look at a guy's numbers, and I'll use Alex Debrinkit as my my guy. Um, so he's got 17 goals this year, and the Red Wings have played 40 games. So you're like, well, you know. He, he's doing really good. But if you really break it down, he had like nine goals in his first six games. Right. So he's only scored eight in the last 34 games. Right. So that's, you know, 
It's hard to be a, like a goal a game guy. Only the elite of the elite can really do that. But so it, it kind of comes and fits and starts for a lot of guys. Will Albert had three goals this weekend for Northern. He hadn't scored since the Larry Manns tournament. He had a hat trick the first game, then he scored a goal against PH. So he had four goals two games into the season and then kind of had a dry spell, but he broke loose. He scored two uh, on Friday in a nice 4 nothing win over Divine Child. And remember, Northern's on the road right now. They're on right. the road till like, the right. cows come home. Um, and, and he had uh, two big goals, and then he followed it up with another goal uh, on uh, Saturday in a game against UAD that we'll get to in a moment. But Northern was really good on Friday night. Uh, besides Albert's two goals, Paul Cheneau had a goal and an assist. Hunter Christopher, who is most nights the smallest guy on the ice, plays with attitude. Um, and he, he's sassy, and he's having a really good season for Northern uh, this year. He had a goal. Uh, and Evan Alcomo, only 13 saves, but he gets the, the, the shutout. Uh, and, and good for him because a lot of nights he faces 13 shots in the first period. Yeah, and I like that he only had to face 13 shots. That means Northern was doing a good job possessing the puck. Yeah. It means that ice was tilted towards the divine child end all night long. Now, uh, the next day uh, they play UAD uh, at UAD. Again, another tough MIHL uh, opponent. They lose this one 4-3, to three, so very competitive. They were in this game right to the uh, end. Albert gets another goal. Uh, and the two guys that are just having – Great seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryson Smith and uh, Kyron Bruno, each with a goal. It was Bruno's 11th of the year, and Smith has got 15 now, I believe. That's a lot. So, uh, again, I think that's pretty good sign by a Northern team. They're 8-4 and four now. And that um, loss is the a one-goal loss on the road on the back end of a back-to-back. Yes. I um, can wrap my head around why you don't win that game. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, you, you look at the, the other three losses are Rice, what, Catholic Kansas Central, Central, and Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Okay? That's going to happen. Right. A, lot, a lot of teams have losses to those three teams. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> per, per, pretty much Rice and Catholic Central, uh, whoever wins that game goes undefeated, and whoever loses, those are their only losses of the season. Um, so... Uh, Northern has really played well for the most part this year. Um, I've been happy with their performance because I was a little nervous coming into the season. I really didn't know what we were going to get from the Huskies. I I knew they were talented. It was just a big question mark. Um, Sometimes the unknown can be scary. Unknown's been pretty good to Northern. Yeah, no, they've put together a pretty solid, I think, 12 games uh, to their season. I didn't realize until I I delved into this score a little more, but Anchor Bay beat Eisenhower 8-4, and I didn't realize the Tars are 10-3 this year. Pretty good. They're they're playing. Nice season. Yeah, they're, they're playing really well. Caden Lee has 12 goals already this year. He had a hat trick in this game. Eisenhower is that team that they're actually like a 500 hockey team, but they're now officially like 1-12 because they had to forfeit a bunch of games, including one to Marysville. Right. Um, well, that, that's what happens when you play an illegal player. Yes. So, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, 
you look at it and go, well, they won eight to four because Eisenhower's got one. No, they won eight to four over actually a decent team. Right. Um, that just was, you know, like Brady said, they were using a player they weren't, weren't allowed to. Anchor Bay's pl- is comes to Marysville uh, Wednesday. Yeah, and and we're doing that game, and that's why I was doing a little more research on on the Tars, who we normally have seen by now because. Right. They used to always play in the Larry Manns uh, tournament, but they didn't this year because Thumb Legion did. Um, and uh, Legion is just struggling to score goals. Uh, they lose to uh, Southgate Anderson, which is a unified I believe team. they uh, – They call themselves something different. But. Yeah, they got uh, revenge over yeah, Thumb Legion. Because uh, Legion beat them 2-1 to one the first time they played, and that was down at their place. So Southgate Anderson came up to Sandusky – and won this game three to one. But uh, Peyton Bowerman, who's been having a, a great season for the Legion, uh, had their uh, goal in that one. And you know that I think Lauren Eager is a is a super uh, goaltender, and she made uh, twenty eight saves in this game. So, all right, just throw week, that one in there anytime I can. We have seventy five percent of a game tonight. <laughs> Lakeview comes back up to St. Clair to finish it. Right now, I believe there's like. 6.58 to go in the second quarter, and it's 15-4 to 4 St. Clair, I th- I believe, somewhere in that range. So we'll, that game tips at 6. So before you get ready to watch the national championship game, you can listen to three quarters of a basketball game, um, and hopefully St. Clair can finish out what would be a nice win for them. No, that's no, no the- truth to the rumor that Brady's trying to get this played in the old gym. <laughs> I wouldn't be upset if I had to sit on the stage. I would not be upset. <laughs> Um, but tomorrow is where we have a slew of games. We already mentioned Everest at Mooney. That's a big one for the Cardinals. But the BWAC. Richmond at Armada is, I think Richmond, if they want to keep that momentum going, you can't drop one at, at an Armada team that's struggling a bit. Almont at North Branch is interesting, but the big one, MLA City at Yale. This is a must win for MLA City. If you drop this one, you're not winning an outright BWAC title. You might be able to split one, but you're not winning an outright BWAC title if you drop back-to-back games. Yeah, the the that Croslex uh, loss at home uh, kind of changes the the complexion of this one. Instead of just going two good teams round one, it's now two good teams and one of them has to win. Right, and we mentioned this last week. If MLA City wins, it'll be Yale's first loss in league play and it would be the last undefeated BWAC team to drop a game four games into the, the slate yeah isn't that like that's just weird that, that 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 just tells me the balance right but if Yale wins this game whoo they are in the driver's seat everyone is chasing the Bulldogs yeah that, that's a big one I'll be out for that one um, and girls, you have a big one between Marine City and St. Clair. Yeah, and maybe Marine City doesn't want to see me anymore because uh, yeah. this will be the third straight game uh, that I've seen the Lady Mariners, and they didn't do uh, very well against Crosslex in the end. And they, uh, you know, or, or I should say they made a push at Crosslex, got to within one, and then lost by 12. And they made a big push against Frazier got to within one, but ended up losing the game by four. Um, so uh, here's here's something, ladies. Just take the lead. Yes. Um, but St. Clair will have something to say about that, especially on their own floor. Um, yeah, I'm really interested, uh, again, 
because to me, I've already seen two teams that I know are going to be in the title mix. Mm-hmm. Now I want to see if St. Clair is officially going to throw their hat into the ring. And add Groats Point North at Port Huron, a game we talked about earlier. That's Tuesday as well. Yeah. That could be a huge statement win for the Red Hawks if they can hold home court. Yeah. I, the, get it while the iron's hot. Like, I, I like that they're playing this game right now mm-hmm. because they really are on a roll. Yeah. What, what is it, like six in a row or something like uh, that? Five, I five think. Five in a row. I think they were 2-0 and oh when they lost to, to Northern. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just they're going really well right now. Man, that, that's a fun Tuesday slate. That's one of those slates I wish you could take half of them and put it on Monday. <laughs> so we could, so we could so break we could it up and Gross get a few Point more North games. At yeah. PH or, or you could, even Almont at North Branch in boys is a very intriguing game. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's kind of for the right to stay in on the outskirts of the title conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and that's to, two teams that kind of play it different. Like North Branch is kind of your shut down, grind it out, let's win in a low scoring game. And Elmont is, ooh, here's the basketball, let's shoot it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Uh, and then uh, Wednesday, uh, the Marysville Anchor Bay hockey game is where I will uh, be. Um, and again, uh, now that I know that the Tars are playing so well, I'm very interested to see this game. You got anything else? I got nothing else. Um, Six o'clock, uh, so about 545 we'll start. They're going to go through the whole warm-up between St. Clair and Lakeview. And then I believe it'll be Lakeview ball underneath their own basket because it ended on a dunk. So it's going to be Lakeview basketball. And we're going to continue a game. This is the second time in like three years I've gone to St. Clair to do a continuation game. Yeah, what, the, the, the leaky ceiling or something, yeah, wasn't in it? the old gym. Yeah. So this is the uh, – apparently only St. Clair, once every couple of years, they get a, a rain-out game or something in basketball. It's, well, it's, it's just one of those here. Remember how football season started with lightning delays everywhere on opening night. Oh, that was – that was rough. Yeah. They can lightning outside, snow outside all at once. This game better finish tonight. Yeah, this game's indoors. Better finish tonight. But uh, Wouldn't we'll- it be a classic if like 30 seconds into it you get another dunk and another broken backboard? What would you do? <laughs> uh, laugh and say we're going to the old gym. <laughs> I, I, bet, just- I bet you Lakeview would say, no, nope, no, nope, let, let's finish when you come to our place. Uh yeah, they better have uh, reinforcements ready. They should just prep the old gym and just have it ready just in case. <laughs> so that way if something happens. What, are the, what would be the odds? Or it would be something dumb like the power goes out. Well, that would probably affect the old gym too, though. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> um, anyway, looking forward to tonight, looking forward to tomorrow. And, well, on Wednesday we'll talk about the rest of the week. Because I'm going to be like the St. Clair Boys Basketball Network. I have them three times this week, all in fun games. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they're they're playing Marysville and Marine City this week. So, plus finishing this game. And I'll be in uh, St. Clair on uh, Tuesday to see the ladies play Marine City because that's kind of a big deal, too. All right. Sounds good. Uh, we'll be back here on Wednesday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.